Welcome to Digital Escape. It is podcast number two of my conversation with Dr. Shernette Dunn of A to Z Educational Solutions and Consulting, LLC. Good evening, Dr. Dunn. Good evening. How are you? I'm doing fine. Thank you. What is the topic for our discussion this evening? The topic today will be supporting students who are diagnosed with ADHD in the educational arena. Okay. Any particular age group? Well, the majority of our discussion will be centered around students in K through 12 settings. However, I'll include some information that may be beneficial to adult learners as well in higher education. This is part two of my discussion with Dr. Dunn on supporting students with ADHD in the education setting. She further goes on to explain how students are identified, important things to consider as a teacher in a classroom, how to support teachers in identifying and meeting the needs of their students, and being of support to the student and the learning community. Let's listen. Because it's a neurobiological disability, no one actually believes that, you know, anything is wrong with the child because they look perfectly normal. It's not a physical disability, but it's cognitive. And then it affects their brain. And as a result of that, we're like, why is it that this child looks perfectly normal and he's not listening to me? He's not doing what I'm saying or she's not doing um, what I'm asking them to do. But there's a process in delay. Sometimes there's a language delay. There's a lot of problems that are going on that we may not necessarily be able to see. We can't see into someone's brain. So we just have to be cognizant of those. And sometimes even if you're assuming the problem is there, it's best to speak to the ESC specialist and someone who's more knowledgeable to get the support. But the, the first and the main thing I would encourage any teacher to do is to start educating yourself. There's a plethora of books out there that you can buy on Amazon. Some of them are very cheap, less than $20 even less than $10 that you can buy about um, for ADHD. And it's not where you have to go take a 10 hour class. What I did my first introduction to ADHD was to down, yeah, download an audiobook and I was I would listen to it every morning, you know, while I'm getting breakfast ready, doing everything. And within a week I was finished listening to that book. So it's absolutely necessary that we do what we can. If it's even on your drive to work in the mornings, if you have that audiobook, you know, 10 minutes, 20 minutes here, that's more knowledge than you would have gotten from just you know asking someone else but in addition to getting that knowledge or professional development on the topic i strongly advocate for you to be patient be kind and listen to the student because you know these students they're the ones who get corrected they get bullied you know they're like always in trouble so just try to be kind to them be that person who they can come to and they can actually talk to you and know you're going to listen to them and you're going to respect them and you're going to treat them with human dignity and respect because they're individuals too you know we all hurt and we all need someone to be kind to us and another thing I'd suggest you do is to communicate regularly with the home a lot of times, regardless of what we may think about the parents, they're their first teachers. Because even if you're going to be giving them, you know, rewards and we're using like a token economy for them to 
do what is asked in the classroom. Maybe you as a teacher don't have the funds to support, you know, what the students need. One concern of educators is the question of how to effectively build relationships with students in a virtual setting. At the Annie Eckloff Institute, we are committed to providing media-rich, teacher-centered, one-to-one or small group online support so your students thrive. At Annie Eckloff Institute, presenters use virtual training that includes embedded scaffolds and supports for teachers. Maximize interactions with your students and the rigorous school curriculum, all within a robust online platform that you yourself learn to create. Learn the basics of virtual instruction. Learn strategies to maximize live content with increased engagement using your teacher toolbox and technology. Shine in your professional learning network. Show your interest in knowing more about our services and programs. Schedule a presentation, a virtual visit, or virtual training for you, your peers, and your school. You owe it to yourself and your future success. Register today. Go to AnnieEckloffInstitute.net or call us today at 240-200-4222. Be sure to check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You'll be glad you did. teacher to go you know and buy a box of legos but i can buy a box of legos and like hey if he do what you're asking or you know here's a box of lego on a friday you can give it to him here's some um dinosaur or whatever he likes you can the parent can support you know that token economy where the teacher rewards you know give points whatever and the parent gives the um tangible tangible reward so that's one of the things i'd suggest you do and also Help other students in your class to understand what ADHD is. Help them to love that student with ADHD because sometimes when the child has ADHD, they're unorganized, they're always late, you know, they're sometimes messy. And other students, especially in the fourth and fifth grade and onwards, they become a little bit mean, they become a little bit distant to them. So maybe you could help, help the other students to bridge the gap and understand what it's like to be in that person's shoe. There's different books they can read about it. You know, what you can incorporate different things into your class. Joey Pigza is a great book to read about ADHD. You know, Joey Pigza may come across as this wild boy. And then you can read it and maybe you have that same wild Joey Pigza in your class. And you could say, do you know why you know, student X is acting this way because you have a disability called ADHD. That would be mind boggling because they're going to look at your student and say, oh, nothing is wrong with him. Look at him. He's perfectly. She refers to a character, Joey Pigza. It is a five book series by Jack Gantos about a young boy with ADHD. Joey Pigza Swallowed the Key by Jack Gantos. Joey Pigza is a sweet kid but his brain is wired, he can't focus in school, and he does things he shouldn't, which has bad consequences, really bad. Finally, Joey goes too far, and he gets sent to the special school. Life isn't, hasn't been easy at home. A cruel grandma, frustrated mom. Can he get the help he needs? And so... 
passionate about supporting that neurological um, invisible, and it's also referred to as invisible disability, because if we can't help them and, you know, help people to understand them, then, you know, they may not thrive and survive as best as they should. Yes, yes. Now the, and that's, that, that's a great lead into what kind of accommodations. Now, um, being a teacher, I said, I, I'm a teacher as well. Um, and I have the younger students, um, the K to 12. What are some accommodations that you would have? Some things that I use would be, you, uh, because they have an issue with, with organization and remembering things and what it is throughout their school day that they have to accomplish for this teacher for this class or this teacher for this class. I recommend the having a checklist or the teachers give them what the expectations are for their homework so that that can carry on home with them to the parents. Um, what else would you recommend for students as far as accommodations? That's excellent what you suggested because you know having something tangible is so important but um in the classroom i would suggest you know giving them extra time to complete their work if they have a 504 or an iep plan that's normally recommended it's normally on there for testing situations but we have to be cognizant of the fact that not all students will benefit from having extra time because you could give them all the time in the world but if you don't maybe help them to stay focused then they won't necessarily um you know, use that extra time appropriately. But in addition to having the extra time, you know, if it's, a, if say for example, you're giving them a, an assessment that does not include um, literacy work, say a math assessment, read the questions to them. A lot of times they can read, they're excellent readers, but it's just hearing it auditorily helps them to, you know, stay engaged. It's less work on their brain. So, you know, it's not cognitive overload. So that's something we could think about. If it's the younger students who are hyperactive and you know that's their diagnosis with the hyperactivity part of it, give them a bouncy chair or you know those wiggle chairs where they can, they can move in the class, or you could you know seat them in a specific area away from noise and distraction, or even put their seat away from other students so they can walk around, do what they need to do so they're not bored and you know being a distraction to others. Like you said earlier with the organization and the chart, I would also include having an agenda for a lot of them or a calendar and color coding helps them, you know, little organizational packets, whatever we can do to help them stay organized. Because, you know, sometimes you look at the ADHD students' deaths, especially in the elementary grades, and you'd think a bomb went off in there. So the more we can help them to stay organized, the better. You know, like for me, on Fridays, I used to do a desk dump and I'd help my students to clean their desk, put everything in the folder based on the color so they know, you know, this is what we need. A lot of times there may be incomplete assignments. So because assignments are incomplete, I would like, okay, let's try and finish half of this page or, you know, a quarter of this one. Let's take this home for the weekend. Because one of the things I liked about, you know, being a classroom teacher was that I had a lot of grace, but I just didn't know that it was dealing with a disability. And I wish I knew then because I would have been a lot more gracious. But in addition to, you know, having the color coding and the different things to help them, as the instructional personnel in your classroom, I would encourage you to, you know, look at how the 504 plan is structured. If your students can demonstrate mastery. To be successful in a virtual learning environment, students need to build confidence online. At the Annie Eckloff Institute, we have certified online teachers, career coaches, 
and parent educators, ready to assist students and families to build remote learning confidence, maintain online security, master online course navigation, and develop strategies to stay connected with a learning network and school. Here at Annie Eckloff Institute, we continue to offer our own individual and small group tutoring as well. Register for Fundamentals High School Geometry and Algebra, College Prep, Reading and Study Skills, Test Prep. We teach you to triumph over test anxiety. Register for web-based editing tools, computer-aided design for aspiring engineers, and finding your own voice in a virtual learning environment. You owe it to yourself and your future success. Register today. Go to annieeckloffinstitute.net or call us today at 240-200-4222. Be sure to check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You'll be glad you did. Then do the first 10 questions, or if you have them, do odd numbers or even numbers, or whatever combination or how you would like for them to demonstrate mastery, because they get burnt out a lot easier than other students, so you have to be cognizant of how you support them with that. So those are just a few of the strategies I can think off the top of my head, but there's a plethora of strategies, you know, even for the older students, having them use calculators, having them use, you know, audio text would be helpful to them, but we'll get into that a little bit later, but there's a million different accommodation strategies we can use. Do you have any others that you've used? No, they were very, I mean, I'm gonna use some of those that you just mentioned. They're very good uh, suggestions. Um, thank, thank yeah, thank you. Um, so you mentioned about I, IEP, and you're going to get into that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, how would you advise parents who are not familiar with the diagnosis to support their child? Um, and, and mention what right you know the laws, the right the what they would have if they were you. You are an advocate, so if you would advocate for some th- things, particularly with the school. Okay, so. When we talk about IEPs and 504s, those are legal binding um, documents that the school provides. You know, it's a a document between the school, the parent and the child sometimes, or the learner that supports their individualized education plan for students with special needs because the 504, it's something that students with ADHD normally receives. And it's based on the school, the state and the district. A lot of times, you know, some schools, some districts will allow for a student with ADHD to have an IEP, but normally there are other accompanying disabilities like speech or you know other services they may need to get an IEP. They're more apt to give you a 504 with an ADHD diagnosis, but um, those are legal binding documents and they're also considered part, or ADHD actually, it's considered a disability under other health impairments. So OHI, so you may hear that term, you know, thrown around, but I just want you to be cognizant of the fact that even though it's somewhat minimized, it's a disability and your, your child should get support with those 504 and IEP plans. And the 504 or the IEP allows for the teacher to enforce the accommodation that we talked about earlier. And, you, you know, you can have a meeting at any time during the year to have, um, you know, changes made to the IEP. Say, for example, your child's IEP is addressed annually every August or September, whatever month of the year. But if you decide that you need a meeting to have it changed 
in you know October, then you say you you speak to the school counselor or the special ed person, whomever that person is at your child's school. You, you send them a correspondence to say I need to have a meeting with you to discuss or reevaluate my child's IEP or 504 plan, and they have to accommodate you because this is a legal binding document. Schools organizations they can be sued if they're not following these federal mandates and you know even with the um, civil rights arm of this ideas um, plan and I know you may hear about ideas that's um, individual disability education act that's the umbrella group for 504s and IEPs and even the OHIs so they say that the most cases that they get because there's a lot of complaints that comes to them it's because people don't know and not knowing is not you know a good enough reason for you not to do and when i say people i mean schools district people are may, they may have the position but they may not necessarily know everything that needs to be done so as parents you ask questions you be the advocate you support your child and if you don't know you know, please reach out to me. I will be happy to support you and provide that information that you may need. Because like I say, these learners with ADHD, they can be the next Albert Einstein. ADHD is not a death sentence. It's not something that is gonna impact people. I don't know if you've ever heard about Michael Jordan, you know, Albert Einstein, Mm-hmm. Guy Pennington, no, Ty Pennington, you know, Michael Phelps, all these world famous people, Justin Timberlake, they were diagnosed with ADHD. Just recently, um, that's um, Simone Biles. She has ADHD, you know, so we... Hey, don't let the pandemic get you down. At the Annie Egloff Institute, we want to maximize both face-to-face and virtual environments to provide fun and engaging spaces for learners of all ages. Check out our new fall 2021 lineup. Programs include the following. AEI Kids Studio, an online makerspace for kids of all ages that will incorporate science, technology, engineering, art, and math. Kids will use various apps to play games, create some really cool digital media, and share creative ideas to build and test prototypes and designs. Mission Learn. Students will meet once per week to learn to appreciate math and science by engaging in interactive learning through the online space designed to reinforce what students are learning in school. By using online tools, open education resources, and virtual participation with a live tutor in a small group setting, students explore real-world applications of math and science to gain a better understanding of why we learn the skills. And check this out, we now have our own clubs. The Esports Club, which provides an organized high school level esports league in a comfortable environment with healthy competition to grow the next generation of industry leaders. We will also visit virtual scientific labs to witness the practical applications of concepts we've learned in the classroom. And of course, we still have our traditional programs as well, including individual and small group tutoring evenings or weekends to assist students with math and reading, GED and test prep and high school completion courses for older students. Register for web-based editing tools, computer-aided design for aspiring engineers, and finding your own voice in a virtual learning environment. Register your child today. Go to annieeckloffinstitute.net or call us today at 240-200-4222. Be sure to check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You'll be glad you did. 
have to think about all these famous rich people who are doing great exploits. Like Albert Einstein was one of the smartest people we hear about in you know this century, but he had ADHD. Mozart had ADHD. You know, so those composers, your child with an ADHD diagnosis, that's just opening up the door for them to be great. My son, I know he's going to be some creative genius because he can build the best things with Legos and he's so creative. So I just can't wait to see what's going to, you know, what he's going to turn out to be because <laughs> I am supporting his creativity and I hope and I pray you're supporting your child's creativity. Sometimes it may get on your nerve because they get messy and they build and they do this and they do that, but just know that it's that creative genius that's at work so early. Yeah, very good. Yes. <laughs> now, because you are a very and a very good parent advocate, I can tell. Um, let's take a look at um, some some resources. Can you share some resources for us? Two of the resources that I would definitely recommend you turn to, and these are you know foundational, is the Attitude Magazine. And here is one more resource I have I have for you. It is Chad. Dot org. It's C-H-A-D-D dot O-R-G. That's another excellent resource that I would definitely recommend for you. And with the chad.org, they have, you know, state chapters, they have local chapters. So all you'd have to do is to type in your zip code and then you'll be able to locate whatever chapter is closest to you. And Okay, thank you. And can you give us a little bit about your website? My website is a to z educational solution.com and it's a t o z and it's solution s o l u t i o n.com. So that's my website. You can always, you know, go there and see what is on there. There's my information for you to contact me. If you'd like to, you know, send the link to contact me, my phone number is on there, but you may also call me at 954-240-6980. And, you know, I'm also on LinkedIn and Facebook. So please reach out if you have any questions and you just want to have a conversation about ADHD. Wow. Thank you so much. This is a night of a lot of information. Thank you so much, Dr. Dunn. It was a pleasure speaking with you this evening. You're welcome. Thank you. You are listening to a podcast series hosted by the Annie Eckloff Institute, promoting integrative multimedia support with a student-centered approach when a traditional classroom is just not enough. The Annie Eckloff Institute provides virtual support for social learning anxiety, new learners, learners with disabilities, and thinking that is considered out of the box. Because life does not have to feel like a sinking ship. Join us this Saturday for a new episode of The Tea and the Toast. Get us on Apple, Spotify, and Stitcher.